0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers. With real originators in the trenches, just like you every single day. If they
1: can go there, how come I can't go there? Well,
0: you can't. Like if you don't water your plants, you don't have future crops, you can't feed your family, you can't make a living. This is watering your crops. You have to find your community and you have to dig in.
1: If it wasn't for you guys, I can tell you,
0: Probably my trajectory would have been a completely different one. We'll see you on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. I'm your host today, Sean Zalmanoff, joined by a very special guest as we are into this season of giving and, and I just wanted to take a moment and appreciate you all. If you didn't know, we've reached over 140,000 downloads on this podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers, by loan officers. And we thought we'd have a special treat and take a little bit of spin on something outside of the mortgage business, but something that personally for me, when I heard Blake talk, I knew it could have an amazing impact on my life, not only in the future, but, but here today. Yeah, so Blake Brewer, you have created a legacy letter challenge out of something that happened very personal in your life, and now you help other people in this amazing way. So, man, dude, just tell the world a little bit about yourself that that doesn't know you in in our world yet.
1: Absolutely. Well, Sean, I'm. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I know you have a great uh, podcast and great audience, and so it's really an honor to be here. Yeah, I believe that the most powerful words spoken on the planet are spoken by a father and spoken by a mother. Uh, and so the answer is, is how do we get those words, those life-changing words into our children's life uh, with all the noise that is going on in the world? And so my dad did something for me, Uh, that absolutely changed my life. Uh, When I was 19 years old, I got a call from my mom saying that we were going to Hawaii. I said, heck yeah, let's go. And so the first day that we were there, we were standing there on the beach and uh, my mom and my sister, they were just kind of laying there. And my dad said, man, we're in Hawaii. I'm not just going to lay on the beach. I'm going back out there. And so I remember running to catch up to my dad. And so Sean, I don't know how you would describe your dad or how your audience would describe your dad, um, but I would I had a really good dad and so I would kind of I would describe him as my hero. And so, uh, even on that day as I was standing next to my dad, uh, I still felt like a little kid standing next to him even though I was 19 years old. Now, part of that is he was actually a really big guy and he had <laughs> been drafted by the Atlanta Falcons to play. Tied in, uh, he was better known as Terry Bradshaw's tied in at Louisiana tech. And so they were best friends and roommates. And, um, my dad was a very, um, quiet kind of more introverted guy, very humble. And so he hardly ever told anyone that he was Terry Bradshaw's tied in, but I told everybody that my dad played football at Terry Bradshaw. It was really my claim to fame. Um, but as we uh, put on our snorkel gear and we're heading out to the water, my dad looked at me with a big smile and said i'm glad you're out here with me and made me feel like a million bucks we go out into the water i'm having the time of my life nowhere else in the world I, that i'd rather be and we get out and we ended up in an area that i now know is called witch's brew which is known for its treacherous water and it was treacherous that day and uh, i realized i didn't know where my dad was and so i began to scan the water looking for him and i eventually saw him and i could tell that my dad was struggling. And he looked at me, and he began to yell for help. And uh, my dad had this big, deep, booming voice, and his yell for help was more like a whimper. And so I, I swam to my dad as quickly as I could um, to help him out. By the time I reached reached him, he was underneath the water and he was unconscious. And my mind was spinning, and I knew I had to get my dad to shore. So, to the best of my ability, I put my arms around my dad and. I began to swim with him. Uh, Luckily, a nearby snorkeler um, saw what was happening and helped me get my dad to shore. Um, The lifeguard showed up and they began to do CPR to my dad. And I I really thought that at any moment um, that my dad was going to come back to and that the water was going to kind of gurgle out of his mouth and his eyes were going to flicker open. Um, But it never happened. And so my dad uh, ended up drowning. And so it literally went from one of the best moments of my life to the, to the worst in just a matter of minutes. And I was there on the beach, just asking God, what the heck just happened? And how are we going to make it without my dad? How am I going to make it without my dad? So then it was a few hours later that we're back in the condo. I'm sitting on the edge of the bed in the back bedroom and my mom appear in the doorway. And she uh, said, I found something in your dad's briefcase, something that uh, I know he was going to give you on this trip. And I had no idea what she was talking about, but she was holding some sheets of paper in her hands and she walked across the room and handed them to me. And at the top, it said, Dear Blake, Natalie and Marcus. It was a letter and it was to me and my sister and brother. And apparently he'd been working on this letter for several months, having no idea that he was about to die, having no idea that this would be his final words to me. And so I began to read, read this letter and it was everything that I needed uh, in that moment. Um, it was, uh, I-, I felt so loved that my dad would write this letter. Like, don't tell me my dad didn't love us. Uh, my dad was a hospital am- administrator. He ref football games on the side. Uh, he was involved in our church. Like he was a very busy guy. Now that I'm a dad, I have a, a 6 five and two-year-old. And I see how busy I am with life. And for my dad to, to, in the midst of all of his busyness, took the time to write this letter. Like like my dad loved us. Uh, my dad also shared some uh, family, va- family values and shared some wisdom. Uh, the last line of this letter, my dad wrote, and I believe only God could have allowed my dad to write this, but he wrote, as you're being faithful to the Bible, you're often going to find yourself in the minority here on earth. But I can assure you that in heaven, you'll be in the majority. Love your dear old dad. <laughs> and I remember thinking, man, I'm going to see my dad again. I'm going to see that smile. And so it was my dad's letter um, that really helped me get through that time in my life. That next year, as I was grieving really hard, it gave me hope like, I'm going to make it through this. And so it's for the last 19 years, my dad's letter has continued to influence me and guide me. And as I started my career after I graduated from the university of Arkansas and got married and started having kids. And so I, I, I don't even know where my life would be right now if my dad hadn't written that letter. You know, Blake, you recently spoke here in, in St.
0: Louis and, and that's how you connected and you're on this podcast and, and getting to share the message with more people. And uh, so uh, I was really fortunate. Uh, I, I don't know; it seemed like just a few minutes, but you probably spoke for an hour, an hour and a half at, at the event that uh, I was at, and you walked us through the framing of the letter and the different stages, and really gave me a, a lot of insight. Um, my my kids are a similar age. I only have two; They're, my boys are six and eight, and uh, you know, there's just so many things that I want to say to them, and there's so many things that I that I, we do say uh, on a regular basis, but I'm working on a a letter right now, uh, for them. And, uh, you know, these last, my boys are six and eight. These last few years, my wife's and I relationship has been strained at times as, uh, Mm -hmm. many people who who have two full-blooded ninjas or just any kids at all, uh, gets as well too. And I'm, I'm working on one for her to deliver, uh, this holiday season. So, uh, First of all, I just, you know, I want to thank you for that time that we spent together because the format and the framework and everything that you gave uh, was great. And, we, you know, we talked a lot about, like, when is the best time to, to do it? And, you know, because you got yours at 19 and that really helped you because maybe your dad intended to write more. Maybe he didn't. But that's a that's a question that at least for the time being, you you won't know the answer to for quite a while. and. Because we had questions like, what about when, if I want to revise? And it's like, it's great. You know, just, just write another letter. I, I think about the little notes that I put in my kids' backpacks uh, a couple of times a week. of just, You know, Hey, dad loves you, or I'm proud of you for this. And just to be able to to write this letter in the way that, um, that, that I want them to hear. And, and then, you know, I guess maybe it'll be a holiday tradition that I do it. Maybe it'll be. Uh, I'll write in many letters throughout the year. I don't know, but I'm, it's been really exciting to start the process of doing this.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's, that's so cool that your kids are going to have that letter for me as, you know, the last 19 years is I've just told my story to people and I, you know, what's the number one thing that people tell me, man, I wish I had a letter from my dad, but then every once in a while I'd meet someone who, who did, who would say, Hey, I, I also have a letter from my dad. It's like, we we're in the club together. Like, like we're in the, I got a letter from my dad club. Uh, and so as I, when my kids were young, um, I realized, man, I got to write them a letter. I mean, if anyone knows the value of a letter from their dad, uh, it's me. And and I want my kids to be in the club. And that's when uh, I, when as I went to write this letter, I saw how difficult it is as I was staring at a blank sheet of paper uh, to write this letter. And uh, when I finished though, uh, man. And it took a lot, took a little bit of time. Um, and it was just hanging over my head, but I, I powered through, got it done. And it felt amazing like to get this letter done, uh, to know that, uh, you know, I had created something that will really will be with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. And, and so then, uh, that, it was through that and through hearing other people like Tell me about getting a life changing letter from their dad. That's when the mission started. Uh, so that was two years ago. Uh, the mission helped one million dads write at least one well written, meaningful, lasting legacy letter. Now you know. Um, you know we've also included moms in the mission now as well. And so, but I knew that parents are going to be like me, looking at a blank sheet of paper. And so that's when we created a, a process and the framework to write the letter, and, uh, and and to really like help parents put the best stuff in there the things that everybody wants to hear from their mom and their, their dad. I love you. I'm proud of you. I believe in you. And when someone has these things in their in their life from their mom and their dad, man, they are just set up to be more successful, to be confident, um, to be able to navigate difficult situations. I mean, every day our children are waking up and the question is, are they going to go win the day? And we know that the battle starts in the mind and the people that are successful man, they, they have a different thought life than the people that are not. And so as parents, we can help our children have uh, a better thought life. Um, But it all starts to help them win the battle of the mind. We got to, we got to penetrate the heart and we got to, and that's what this letter does. Man, we connect with our children's heart in a way that for a lot of people they've never connected with in this way. And so, man, it's, it's amazing to write this letter and to give this letter and have your children receive it and read it
0: so i've been doing a lot of uh reading this year on uh ryan holiday books and and in my opinion he's probably uh the best modern day philosopher that that we have and uh it's interesting cuz i before that, for a couple of years i've had this email chain that um that i get every day called the daily dad and then uh, then i started reading some of his other stuff and i was like wait, this has got to be him writing this. Um, and, and there's been so many lessons that I've learned and like how we appreciate our children from, hey, like, I'm not proud you scored a goal. I'm proud about the practice that you put in to get to the position to score the goal. I'm not proud that you got an A on this test. I'm proud of the effort that that you put in to prepare to, to get the A on the test. And, and so it, it's been very interesting. And, and I'm like, I don't know. Things just happen in the world, how they're supposed to happen. Uh, but like fates all put me together at the, to this point where like, I've, I've learned so much more about myself, uh, really worked on being a lot better father this year. And, and now to have the opportunity to write this letter and give it to him as well, too. It's uh it's just it's really cool because it's going to be better than uh, than it would have just six months ago or definitely a whole lot better than last year. And and I'm just, I'm so glad that I, there's something that I can give them uh, that uh, they'll be able to read and I can read to them whenever their their little heart desires.
1: Yeah. And I think I shared with you that I I gave uh, my letter to my daughter when she was four. And uh, I I decided to go ahead and read it to her. And, you know, each night I'm normally reading her a, a princess book or something like that. And then that night I said, Hey, daddy's got something for you. And I was sitting on her bed. I began to read this letter, and I forgot to take into account uh, how emotional I was going to be reading this letter. And man, I was just boohooing reading this letter. And she had never seen me cry before. So I was, you know, wondering what in the world is she thinking? Well, I finished the letter, and I look up at her, and she looks at me and she says, uh, Daddy can you read me that princess book right now? (laughs) And uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can read you the princess book. But uh, the next day she went up to my wife and she said, last night, daddy read me a message. Can he read me that message again tonight? And so my daughter, she didn't understand all the concepts in that letter. She will in time, but she got the main one. She's got a daddy that loves her. And so that's one of the most important things she needs to know that there is nothing that she can do tomorrow that can make, make me love her any more or any less. And uh, when she has that, when she knows that um, that's going to bring a confidence to her life that uh, that really only I can provide as her dad. Uh, So it's, it's, uh, it's fun to write this letter. It's cool that you're doing that. And uh, I'm excited to hear how it goes when you give it. No, it
0: is. It's funny because I like my, Knowing my boys, uh, if we get through the whole letter without my six-year-old cracking a butt or a fart joke, it'll be a miracle. And and my eight-year-old is probably gonna ask me if I'm dying. Um, the uh, but but it'll be interesting to see the follow-up afterwards, like when they ask me because I like I've got uh, there's a couple different books just done like how to behave and why uh, there's a really good kids book from on that are a couple of good kids books that I read uh, from Andy Andrews to them. And uh, and it's always funny because like the, like you were talking about with your letter, how she asked about it later, like there's these things that don't like, it doesn't appear that they meet any friction. It just appears to slide off them the, the second they hear it. But then all of a sudden, a week later or a few days later, Hey, can we read this again? Hey, can we do this again? And, and then it, it starts to be that those are the books that they gravitate to almost in any season. And it, it's good to be yeah. able first share that I'm, I'm really
1: excited. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about the letter. Not only is it cutting through the noise, uh, you're winning their heart, but it's returned return for the rest of their life. They can return to the letter. I return to my dad's letter and I read things in there and there's things that hit me in a new way. Every when I read it, Like there's things I read it now, I read it, uh, I pulled out a month ago and I read it and I'm like, man, I never saw it in that way. Now that I'm 39 years old, I read it differently than when I was 19. And my dad is still influencing me, guiding me to this day. Uh, My grandkids will know one day, will know their great grandfather uh, and he'll be influencing them because of this letter.
0: So uh, friends, family, people I don't know yet listening to this podcast. So you can go to the legacy letter challenge and check this out. Uh, wherever you're listening to this to on Spotify, iTunes, we'll, we'll have some show notes for you as well. Uh, so you can click on some links. Uh, you know, one of the things that like you were just telling me about was being able to, to gift this in a larger manner, whether somebody wanted to have a presentation or do um, gift it to, uh clients to referral partners and, and so we're going to have that link in there as well too but just tell people a little bit uh about that cuz i was like wow this would be amazing yeah I thought of that so yeah
1: so we have the master class anyone can sign up right now and start going going through it um and then we do have a free framework. So anyone, I'll give you the, you'll have the link to that. Anyone listening, you can go download the free fr- framework of everything that goes into this letter. But we have a lot of people that partner with us on this incredible mission who provide our program uh, either to their clients or like you said, referral partners. And we build on a landing page and they send it to them. And uh, I really believe uh, it's one of the greatest gifts you could ever give someone is to allow help them connect with and invest in their children in a way that they probably never have before. Uh, and so it's just a way to, you know, uh, to show people how much you, you care about them and their family. Uh, so it, it's a, it's a really great gift to people to give to people.
0: It, it is awesome. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. Thanks for this idea. I'm glad the universe aligned to, uh, to put you in my path when it did. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to be able to share this message, uh, with, our loan officer community, so they can have an impact in in many other people's lives with this as well too. Again, I'll I'll have, we'll have all these links in the show notes for y'all and Blake, I appreciate you. Uh, I know we'll see each other more. Uh, Again, thank you all for listening. This is your next level loan officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers. Blake, thank you for joining us. I'm Sean Zalmanoff. Peace out y'all.